0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is The Minute Podcast.
1: If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great. Thanks for joining us for another episode. As you may know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content, usually something we haven't seen before from the internet, uh, TV show, movie, or somewhere weird, and we talk about it. John, what are we looking at today?
0: Today we're discussing a clip from Scooby-Doo WrestleMania crossover, submitted by Sam.
1: Great, and uh, it's it's come time again for what's apparently at least a biannual pledge drive on this show. Uh, no, not an off-putting joke about abstinence-only sex education, but an earnest plea from us, your hosts. the The internet's full of unloved, abandoned minutes of footage from movies, TV shows, or somewhere else that aren't receiving the attention they properly deserve. Poor, abandoned minutes that need your help.
0: So please, Somebody please send us your minutes, the is gonna <laughs> your roll funny roll. minutes,
1: your sad job, minutes,
0: your, your what the fuck's happening minutes, she was
1: looking kind any sort of dumb dumb minute, with her
0: we'll her try and fit it in in, in shape our very intricate review process. On her please, well, you must submit minutes. Thank you. Alright, Paul. So what's our level of familiarity <laughs> with um what's our level of familiarity with uh the Scooby Doo WrestleMania crossover?
1: Well <laughs> it's it's an interesting middle ground for me, John, because I've seen some Scooby Doo as a kid, um, but very little WrestleMania, very little wrestling of any kind, and I haven't seen any Scooby Doo other than this clip in probably at least five years so what about you
0: so when i was a kid i loved scooby-doo but i think that's because like scooby-doo is this sort of like weird like sort of visual crack like you, you mm. know what you're gonna get and while you're watching it you're perfectly fine with it but then when you think about it afterwards you're like did anything really happen there yeah. uh and and for, no probably not however you know It's on TNT after school, so that's what you're going to do.
1: Well, what about your WrestleMania knowledge?
0: Um, I have absolutely no WrestleMania knowledge, other than that I know John Cena is a wrestler, Mm -hmm. and I believe has won a WrestleMania, which I think is a competition, a specific competition.
1: All right, so we're both coming in at a really weird level
0: here. Um, I actually think WrestleMania was like last week. So we might we might be again kind of uh kind of uh what is it? Prudent? Uh no, not prudent.
1: Relevant. Relevant. There we go.
0: We're relevant, Paul.
1: I've always wanted to be, John. Um a quick intro to the scene then. We see the Scooby gang walking along a ledge. Uh, we see a boulder come down that looks like it might crush them. It chases them down this ledge, rolling after them, and then John Cena jumps in and stops the boulder, and they sort of talk throughout.
0: Yep. That, that is what happened. All right, Paul. So uh, let's, why don't we try and do a uh, a scene read?
1: All right, let's, let's try it. And uh, to our finished listeners, just a quick rant, actually. <laughs> Scooby-Doo.
0: Scooby-Doo, finish. Okay.
1: Yep. All right. Well, here we go. Alright. Ah, rut (sniffs) row. Yikes. Not
0: again.
1: Ruh? Yeah! (laughs) Like, that was
0: amazing.
1: She amazing.
0: How did you know where we were? Daphne texted me naturally what's going on and see
1: it's kind of hard to keep straight what's happening in this clip if you're not watching it so you should you should definitely (laughs) jump in and see it
0: which classic cartoon character and John Cena are we trying to mimic? (laughs) that's the game folks
1: yeah well Uh,
0: I feel like the Scooby ones are obvious because of his speech impediment (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is a miracle he's able to speak human language. But
1: it's true; it's more impressive than anything. Well, John, what's your first takeaway from this this scene that we see?
0: Um, I like. I feel like this is definitely going to be this is this is a unique minute in the sense that like we know all the characters, we uh, know possibly what's happening. But nothing in this scene gives us any context other than a boulder is trying to crush the, Sco- the, the Scooby gang. Yeah. Uh, so, like, to me, the, my first thought is, like, the, what are we going to come up with? <laughs> what the hell this situation is? Um, but, yeah. Like, there's a lot of questions, basically. Uh we also don't see what causes the boulder. I I, I did try True. and figure out what was causing the boulder to uh, go after them. We do see it, like, crumble from a ledge.
1: Right, but we um, don't see who, who pushes it or anything, assuming yeah. it is pushed even. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. How about you, Paul? What was the first thing you noticed?
1: Well, the first thing that I really wanted to get into is the pun that Scooby makes, seen amazing. Yeah. I, is it's, is the joke here that it's just amazing with his name put together? So it's like a, a portmanteau, but not a joke beyond that. I
0: mean, the other side of it is like, how is Scooby's? How is the only word that's not affected by Scooby's speech impediment seen amazing?
1: <laughs> Can he say other people's names? Like, are proper nouns impacted raggy. overall? He says Raggy. He not says draggy. Raggy. That's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Roma and Raphne. So no, he can't say fucking people's names. <laughs> it should be mm. Rena, not Cena. Amazing.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you think of this pun? Is it successful? Does it land for you? I think I hate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I hate it as well. It's okay, a good, really good. bad. It it should not even be considered a pun. I'm kind of confused. Uh, like when you said this pun, I was like, what pun? I don't well, know. That's, if it's that's the pun thing.
1: I like. Script. I'm not even sure I get it because it doesn't make any sense. It's like, is there it's, something deeper going on here that I don't understand?
0: So from like a development perspective, I'm kind of wondering if they're like, what if kids forgot who this man was, <laughs> you know, in between scenes? Or, I mean, best case scenario, this is literally the first time that John Cena has like entered this film. So we don't even oh, know. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it does have his... Uh, his uh John Cena music, which you, mm-hmm. you basically, I mean, I'm worried we're going to be, you know, Can get some, some c- sort of copyright legal, strikes. Yeah. Legal dispute here because of your amazing cover of the, what I assume is uh the, I don't know what, what would, what's that song called, Paul? Let's, let's come up with a name for what the song's called.
1: Oh, you, is it a Cena real song music? that he's, that he's using or it's not, oh, it's yeah, not no, just his I think theme music.
0: I think it's, it's like his intro music. Like, right like, right to, but like, is is it a the ring.
1: is it a real song that he's using for that purpose or is this oh, like a, a John Lord, Cena I original I have
0: absolutely no idea but I want I want us to come up with the name of this song
1: Well I I think it's called um Nope <laughs> nope. nope got nothing <laughs> Okay uh I think it could be
0: Scat Cena
1: Oh that's horrible okay yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's or, go with
0: that uh, or the Cena Scat which is also uh, fantastic. That's,
1: that's not great either.
0: No, it's really good, Paul. It's a good, it's a good joke for good uh, people.
1: Oh, it's great. Um, Hard pivot, John. <laughs> what do you think the relationship dynamics are in this group? Um, is Daphne dating Fred because he seems upset that she's texting John Cena? And I've never gotten a good read on that.
0: Um, I think that they. I don't really know. I. I, I always kind of figured fred's kind of a nerd too like he's he's like a tall blonde like nerd Mm -hmm. but he at the end of the day like he's very much into like he's the one obsessing over these mysteries not the rest of them uh so i kind of always thought fred and velma would go together uh and then daphne and uh i guess shaggy (laughs) It, it, do they have to be paired together? And I guess it doesn't have to be heteronormative. It could be, uh, it could be, you know, Fred and and Shaggy
1: or. Well, it it certainly could, but I think that runs counter to what we're seeing in this clip because Fred's yeah. clearly a little bit grumpy that Daphne's texting John Cena.
0: So I also one of the things that I should have disclosed earlier in our "What Do We Know Already?" is that I do know that um, what is it the the big wrestling company, I forget what it's called. I'm going to say something and it's probably going to be wrong, but I'm assuming the WWE. Mm -hmm. I do know that they have like a production company that basically produces films starring wrestlers. I'm wondering if this is not like a sort of like, Hey, what if we paid (laughs) Hanna-Barbera money to produce a crossover John Cena uh and Scooby-Doo crossover so like i'm kind of wondering if they're even using like the same resources that the normal Scooby team would do or if there if there even is a normal Scooby team or Well i think that that's an
1: interesting question because i don't think they got all of the normal voice actors at least not all the voice actors i remember from being a kid i mean velma sounds completely different
0: Yeah well i think uh what was it uh shoot uh Shaggy's uh voice actor is incredibly famous, and my mind is going blank uh and I know that he didn't do it for a while, but then he came back and he said he's he's a big like vegetarian or maybe he's vegan I don't know uh he said basically shaggy had to become vegetarian for him to come back, so they brought him back in mm. and so now shaggy's vegetarian so so like i I think he's the only voice actor who's stayed on. I don't think anybody else. We might do Scooby's voice, too. I'm not entirely certain. It could Um, be. But, yeah. Uh, But then again, like, I figure you just put enough R's in the front of words and you get Scooby's accent, uh, you know, sort of, like, implied. And I feel like most kids probably won't realize the... The difference uh, within the you know realm of professional voice actors, I don't think we could <laughs> just like pop in there and be like, oh, I'm going to record some Scooby dialogue now.
1: Uh, I mean, we I think- we literally just did that, John. So I think yeah. we can.
0: Okay, okay, I get so please don't yeah. at me.
1: Nope. All right. Okay, so John, before we learn that um, Daphne was texting John Cena and that's how he ended up there, did you have a theory mm-hmm. for how he figured out where they were or anything? Not to get into the theory section too much.
0: Oh, I assumed he was just there with them, and then he saw them from across the canyon that he jumped across,
1: yeah, it's quite a jump. I think it was like at least thirty feet that he clears. yeah it
0: was it was insane. He also jumped onto a moving boulder, like like the point out should have this man him. would should be dead like yeah. it like no amount of person jumping at a boulder down a ravine. Would have anything to do with stopping the boulder?
1: No, I wouldn't think.
0: No, I think I think that if the WWE or F WWE or F, Paul, let's make a decision now. Which one?
1: Let's go with E because otherwise I'm going to be stuck on the World Wildlife Fund.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um. So the yeah. How do you know it's not the same thing, Paul? Uh. So the. (laughs) You know, The WWE probably just like, okay, we're going to pay you guys to do this. There's one rule. Cena has to basically be fucking amazing <laughs> mm-hmm. at everything. And so, I don't know, stopping a boulder as it's about to crush them <sighs> while jumping at it. From jumping at it, basically. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, Paul? Where did you think he came from?
1: Well, I assumed he could just smell what The Rock was cooking, and that's how oh. he uh, got there. Long walk for that joke. Um,
0: yeah, that, I'm sorry it even got there. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, um, wh- like, what else have you sort of noticed in the scene? Any- anything interesting that we, well, we haven't sort of covered in terms of, like, what makes up the, the interaction here?
1: There's a little bit. I mean, first, they mentioned that cell phones exist in universe, which I feel like was not the case when we were watching when we were younger. And kind of breaks the Monster of the Week format a little bit. Hmm
0: yeah because if you can just text uh super uh, preternaturally strong john cena mm-hmm. into into rescuing you, it makes the uh canyons less scary i guess
1: well it definitely does um but but there's there's a few other things in here for me i mean one is that the the girls never dress for adventure on this show like they're always running from something and they're mm-hmm. always wearing high heels and i get it's a cartoon so what does it matter but you would think after this many years of adventuring they'd figure out that maybe we should all just wear sneakers all the time because we're going to be running from something
0: so paul are you this is going to be a little bit of a side side a side journey here are okay. you familiar that they uh have a scooby-doo comic book
1: i am aware of it i've never read it
0: so they they just like rebooted it recently and it involves, like, Scooby being a, like, military experiment. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's like an over-the-top gritty reboot of Scooby-Doo. Mm. And it's supposed to be really good. I'm really interested in it. Anyway, okay, back on topic. Uh, but that made me think of, like, the fact that they don't dress, they dress like normal people. Like, mm. they have, like, the similar color uh, color themes. Like, Shaggy still wears a green shirt and and khaki pants. But uh but he's wearing like cargo pants and, you know, uh you know, a sort of like knitted, you know, cloth shirt rather than whatever sort of like cut out smock he wears. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> sort of like a sh- short mumu he wears. <laughs> but yeah. No, I think it's I think it's just because uh this is most likely a crash a cash grab, a crash grab. Mm-hmm. Both both of those things uh and uh you know there there's not a lot of like creative budget probably for like development of character outfits and things oh, so sure. like yeah. uh like on the tv shows and stuff the kids often wear sort of like hey this signals fred but is not literally the ascot and blue sweater uh you know, so so it looks you know, like a cartoon kids would actually want to watch <laughs> rather mm. than a cartoon produced when their parents, before their parents were born, probably at this point. But yeah. Mm.
1: Well, there's there's just a couple other things for me. The, the first is that I'm pretty sure we hear Shaggy yell, not again, as he's running from that boulder. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is interesting for <laughs> a number for- of reasons for me. I, I mean, forgot about that. Yeah. First everyone on this show should always be yelling not again anytime (laughs) anything happens at this point right it's like oh no we're being chased by a monster not again oh no i'm being shot at not again i assume they get shot at sometimes but also it seems very out of place in the show because if the characters are like constantly aware of being in this much danger and of the hundreds of thousands of adventures they've had well maybe not that many but yeah it kind of it kind of breaks the mold a little bit. So what do you think? Is he yelling not again? And what does that signal?
0: Um. So I, I think it signals that uh, Shaggy is the one probably most often in danger. Because mm-hmm. like Scooby being in danger isn't particularly funny. But Shaggy being in danger is very funny. Like Scooby, like a dog being in danger is animal cruelty. Whereas a person mm-hmm. being in danger is obviously hilarious. It's just hijinks. So, exactly. Exactly. Um, so like, you know, with Shaggy, I I figure earlier in the episode or the movie, he's ran away from some sort of like rolling
1: object. Oh, you think it's internally referential? Not just like, oh, in my life, I've run from so many boulders.
0: I do like the idea of the only way that John Cena enters a scene is by rescuing Shaggy from a from a rolling boulder.
1: (laughs) That would be great, actually.
0: Like, like every, like the six or seven more times, however many times they can get John Cena into a recording booth is like, uh, (laughs) basically the number of times that they have him catch a boulder as it tries to crush Shaggy. Like, I'm starting to wonder if like there's like a WrestleMania reference with the boulder at this point. I mean, I feel like I'm blowing the boulder into greater proportion than it needs to be, but that's what's fun. And Mm. so, uh, I think like maybe, maybe John Cena has been like, I don't know, beating up a, a guy named The Boulder or something like oh, that. Oh, maybe. That could be fun. Yeah. 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 So it's like a reference. Or I guess The Rock, I guess that's the easy one, isn't it? This, that's good, the Boulder. Who the fuck's The Boulder? We, we've already got, so I guess John Cena's beating The Rock.
1: Did maybe. they wrestle
0: at the same time?
1: I really don't know. I can't remember. I didn't watch enough wrestling yeah. for and this. And I um... think
0: us pondering about wrestling is not what's
1: going to be fun about this, so. Well, probably not, but let's do it for just a second longer while I ask you, why are our listeners so goddamn obsessed with wrestling? <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: Like, I, I kind of get it. I feel like, uh, what is it? Wrestling's been described to me as, uh, what is it, redneck anime, because it's like a sort of over-the-top mm-hmm. thing that sure. also includes, like, fighting. Uh, and a lot of it involves, like not like, just building up to the fight and all that sort of stuff. A lot mm-hmm. like you know dragon ball and stuff i watched as a kid
1: sure but i mean just like john cena I, I... yelling kamehame for two episodes <laughs>
0: exactly huh.
1: um but
0: i don't know like i like i'm like don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not about to to wrestle
1: shame somebody but no, i don't mean like, to disparage I, I it i mean I i'm also particularly... we're, yeah we're from the same area wrestling was really big
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Wrestling so. was huge when I was a kid. Like yeah. uh yeah, rural Maryland, it was uh it was a big thing. Um I think the only thing the other side of it is like I like I could have probably been hooked into it if it wasn't for the fact that like I didn't have TV really at that time.
1: Right, we didn't so, have like, cable.
0: Yeah, so I would have had to have like people in my family like record it on cassettes. Uh and it's way easier to record Power Rangers than like a six hour like WrestleMania, WrestleMania video. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Or like get them to do like pay-per-view for me to be able to watch this or something. I yeah, guess I could go to a friend's fly. house. But like you're never going to sort of like if you don't have the agency yourself, you're probably never really going to get into it.
1: Does mm-hmm.
0: that make sense?
1: That's no, true. true. Right, well, the, the last thing for me, John, in this clip is we see Velma holding something. And I think it's the only clue we have to the wider story, mm-hmm. which is something that's rolled up either a map or a blueprints or something like that. Do you have any idea for what that might be?
0: Hmm. Do you think it is I I think it's getting into my my theory.
1: All right, well let's 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 save it then and uh, jump right into it, John. How do you think we got here and what do you think happens next?
0: Okay. So, I think that this is a mystery that has to do with something haunting the uh, like the event structure where WrestleMania is going to take place.
1: Yeah, the WrestleMania Dojo.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure if WrestleMania takes place in a single place or if it moves around. It's more likely that it moves around, right? Like, I don't think the WWE is like a real estate, you know, organization as well. I, I, I have a feeling they go to like, you know, big convention centers—not convention centers, but like big like right, yeah, stadiums and stuff, right? And then they'll set yeah, up you're probably there. right. Uh, and so what that means to me is like maybe this one stadium has like the old owner is like haunting it or something like that or maybe a dead wrestler oh that would be cool but i don't think wwe would ever do that uh because there's a shit ton of dead wrestlers um but It'd that be a would be dark. Ha- that'd be a yeah but like that would be a cool baddie for this is like mm-hmm. a, a wrestler who died due to some sort of like mistake by, by another wrestler. Maybe like, uh, you know, maybe the management of the WWE did something to, to destroy his life. And so it's like his kid who is dressing up as the dad just with like radioactive Ooh, paint. On yeah. Him. Uh, and so he's going around terrorizing people at this big stadium uh to sort of like you know bring attention to his dad's death and so what happens next is that John Cena's like, hey Scooby and the gang, I've heard good work, you know, good words hmm. about your work. You know, you, you're impressive. I like I like the dog. And he's like, I need you to come <laughs> with me to help me solve this problem because, you know, I can take down, you know, what I assume like Russian spies uh isis but you know i need your help with with the ghosts okay and so uh i think what uh was it velma who's holding it right yeah i think what velma's holding is maybe like an old map of the stadium like of like a previous version of it with like uh the underground tunnels or something like to, Ooh, to figure yeah. out where, the, how the ghost is popping up in multiple places and able to escape, escape, you know, their, their view. So, so they're going to get that. They're going to go lay a trap for it. Cause like one of the tunnels goes through like a specific area. And so they'll put down, I don't know, fly paper or something like that, or like a, a net, <laughs> I assume, I guess a net. And then uh, Shaggy and Scooby will act as bait. The first time they do it, they'll run down the hallway, and then they themselves will end up tangled in the in the rope, and then Yikes. they're rescued by John Cena just before the ghost kills them. And then they do it again, only this time in a different location, but still a location that Velma finds on the same map, because we can't go through more development like that. So, no. Uh, and so what they do is they... Act as bait again. Only this time, they don't get captured in their own net, and instead, the ghost gets captured. And John Cena is involved in that in some crucial way. Like it's a really heavy net or something.
1: Okay, who do you think the ghost is? In the uh, end,
0: so I think the ghost is the son of the dead wrestler. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, only how the... about
0: you, Paul? what's your What's your estimate? This is a longer segment for this because you know there's so little here. Like all we know is John Cena is in this and saves shaggy from a boulder
1: yeah i mean my my theory um at least runs parallel to yours for a lot of it i think that john cena and or the wrestlemania organization is being haunted by some sort of monster Mm -hmm. and uh that they do contract out to the Scoobs in order to you know deal with the situation Uh, Mm -hmm. i think they're really being contracted by the wrestlemania organization but they're using john cena as the face for this movie so that kids are actually interested, but it's really yeah. like a, a corporate contract that they're working off of.
0: Oh, I gotcha. You. you know, that's very normal in the Scooby-Doo cartoon. They often have corporate contracts.
1: Well, yeah, yeah as we all know, um, I think it probably goes down a similar track to what you're saying where the gang goes off on this adventure to find either the old steam tunnels or, you know, some some other clue to the internal infrastructure of the building. And then uh, it actually ends up with Shaggy and John Cena doing a tag team wrestling match while the rest of the team sets up the trap to catch the bad guys who are actually the other two wrestlers. Maybe John Cena's original partner gets scared off or something. Uh, And then it turns out that it's two other wrestlers doing the haunting. Like the only two I can think of are the Undertaker and the Rock. So let's say it's them. (laughs) And uh, they were just (laughs) trying to haunt him out of the game because he's too strong.
0: What about Sting? I remember Sting. I don't. I think I played him in a video game. He looks like the raven or the, no, what is it? The crow. He looks like the crow, basically.
1: Well, wh- whoever it is, I mean, that's, that's my theory. Pretty damn similar to yours, except that it ends up with Shaggy in the ring at some point. Probably I getting love that I love twirled that. around and saying yoinks and jinkies and that sort of thing.
0: Should we be working on, like, writing spec scripts for, for like,
1: corporate contract animation specials, Paul? I think we probably should. We'll do a spinoff for that. Um, okay. John, can you recommend either of the movies that we're describing, though? <laughs> and I should say, I, by I... movies, I'm thinking, like, 60 to 90 minutes, right?
0: Yeah. No. Oh, God. If it's longer than 70 minutes, even, I don't... I don't know what's going to happen. It would have to be multiple things happening, right? Like it would have to be like, this ghost comes in, they solve that mystery. And then like a second ghost. Oh my God. You know, like Scooby-Doo does not work in long form. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so yeah. So I, (laughs) I kind of like our ideas a lot, Mm
1: -hmm. but I
0: don't think that I would recommend this movie. Uh I don't think I know enough about wrestling probably and I don't think that Scooby-Doo entertains me like old old format Scooby-Doo if I want to watch it I'll watch it for nostalgia's sake and I'll mm-hmm. you know remember the episode and be like oh yeah it was that guy wasn't it um I mean maybe maybe a kid who likes wrestling maybe maybe that's who would, you know be a good audience for this uh but I am not a kid and I know very little about wrestling how about you, Paul? Would you be able to recommend this movie?
1: No, I really don't think so. It's a hard pass for me. Although, if you live in Colorado or Washington State, parts of California, and I guess the District of Columbia, um, maybe it could work for you, if you get where I'm going. Uh, but yes. no, I I don't think I can recommend this on its yeah. own. Yeah.
0: No, I I think it's uh I think it's definitely a a pass.
1: Yeah. But anyway, I mean, a big thanks to Sam for submitting this clip. I think it was a good one. I it had was, fun doing it, was,
0: it. It was a great clip. I liked it.
1: Yeah. If uh, you want to support the podcast, you should really submit your own minutes. Um, we kind of need you to, otherwise, yep. the format doesn't work. So,
0: minutepodcast dot com slash contact. Yep.
1: And please do that frequently. Um, other ways to support the podcast, you can review us on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Reach out to us at TheMinutePodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Twitter at MinutePod. John, what's that new social media thing we're on?
0: Uh, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> I think yeah, I might so- have deleted it off my phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're on that too. Yeah. Uh, as always, this episode Abandoned. was <laughs> <laughs> episode was hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward, theme music by Paul Reberg. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye bye. Holy crap. You made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.
0: What's your Scooby Doo accent like? (laughs) (laughs) Ruh-roh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let me think.
1: How's your Shaggy?
0: Oh good lord! Uh, let me think. Uh, oh no, Scooby! No, was terrible <laughs> Come on, Scoobs! Come on, Scoobs! Hey, Scooby! Not again! <laughs> Why do I sound like uh, what is it? That guy.
1: Try to make it like a little hillbilly. I think that helps.
0: Hey, Scoobs!
1: Not again!
0: Not again! No, come on, Scoobs! <laughs> Uh, what does he even say? Shaggy just says, "Not again."
1: And then he's and like, then, "That was like, amazing." That was
0: amazing. Oh
1: god, we're like, we're, we're both gonna do it really southern, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> that was amazing.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll be Scooby, you be Shaggy. Uh, how's your John Cena? Daphne texted me. Yeah. <laughs> right. either Daphne of us could texted do that. Me.
0: Yeah, I think that's a it's a pretty universal, unoffensive white male voice. <laughs> Okay. Except way then, deeper than we're capable. <laughs> yeah. Because it's being bounced by a diaphragm the size of a truck. But well,
1: there's that. Yeah. Uh, and then Velma,
0: how did you know where we were? Yeah, it's more or less where I was going. How did you know where? Oh, no, good lord, no. <laughs> you, I,
1: and then okay, how's your how's your Daphne sighing audibly? <sighs> <sighs> okay, so I will be Scoobs.
0: Oh wait, wait. Uh, and then uh, naturally. <laughs> I'm I'm totally ta- I'm taking Fred naturally.